Subhana Rabbi, my Rabb, my Allah, my caretaker, my provider, that being who rules and controls every fiber in my being. Subhana Rabbi, he is free from every blemish. Al-Azim, he is the greatest. I am the weakest, he is the greatest. Al-A'la, I am the lowest, he is the highest. Subhanak, oh my Allah, you are free from every blemish. And then he does and he teaches us a lesson. Hazrat Yunus alayhi salam. Inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. Ya Allah, I am of the wrongdoers. I am of the wrongdoers. Allah loves when his banda confesses. Allah loves when his banda submits. Allah loves when his banda humbles himself. Yunus alayhi salam was not a sinner. He was Allah's friend. But Allah put him through this situation to teach you and I a lesson that Allah can take us out of any hole, any pit, any challenge, any difficulty, any situation. Allah alone will take us out of there. There He's making tasbih. No matter what our situation, do Allah's work. Remember Allah. Take Allah's name and be happy with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be happy in the situation Allah chose for us. We, we are where we are because Allah put us there. In that situation, do what pleases Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And now, the dhikr of Allah that Hazrat Yunus is carrying out is reaching the arms of Allah. The malaika are saying, Ya Allah, we know this voice. We know this voice. But the place, the avenue, the area from where this voice is coming from is very, very strange. It's new. Yunus alayhi salam is making tasbih in the bottom of the ocean. Dark, in the darkness of the ocean. And he's making shukr. Ya Allah, you are enabling me to remember you where nobody else has. And he's seeing Allah's creation. And he's, and he's remembering Allah. And appreciating Allah. Even though the situation he finds himself in. So Allah says to the malaika. Don't you recognize that voice? Ya Allah, the voice is known. Where it's coming from is strange. Allah says to Hazrat Yunus alayhi salam. Allah says to the malaika, that is the voice of my banda, Hazrat Yunus. Yunus alayhi salatu wassalam. The malaika intercede, ya Allah. So much of goodness throughout his life. Allah speaks of this. This verse has two translations. One is, his life in the past was always one of Allah's remembrance and Allah's obedience. So kana means always his past was in Allah's obedience. That's why Allah's Nabi said, Always please Allah. And remember Allah in ease. You'll find Allah's special assistance in adversity. Yes, everyone turns to Allah in adversity. When there's challenges, when there's difficulties. As they say, there's no atheist on a sinking ship. In challenges, in difficulties, during the sickness, during the diseases, then Allah is doing, only Allah can help us. That time we must turn to Allah. But in ease as well, in every condition as well. We have to turn to Allah daily. The other meaning is, in that condition he was in, he turned to Allah. That condition he was in, he turned to Allah. Allah's special health came to him. Allah then says to the angels, Allah says to the, to the whale, now you spit him out. And the whale then takes Yunus alayhi salam to the shores. And as he gets off at the shores, obviously he's taken out in a manner that Allah knows. And he's now at the side of the sea. There Allah says, فَأَنْبَتْنَا عَلَيْهِ شَجَرَةً مِنْ يَقْطِينَ We caused for him to grow, the growth of a tree, of the calabash, the pumpkin, the 
pumpkins, the pumpkin tree. Now interestingly, historically, this is the only pumpkin that grew on a tree. Because generally, it grows on the ground. Like that person who was actually objecting, he sees a walnut tree so huge. And he sees a pumpkin watermelon tree so small. So he was objecting, he's thinking, what is the wisdom of the Almighty in this? And as he walks further, one walnut falls on his head. So then he falls out in sajda, he says, Ya Allah, what would my condition have been if a pumpkin or a watermelon had to fall on my head? So, but the only tree that bore pumpkins was this of Hazrat Yunus Why? Because he needed shelter. And Allah gave him pumpkin because he's healthy and his body was very sickly at that time. He had become very weak. Because this is Allah's will. And something we learned from here. He was in the belly of the whale. The whale's immune system is very, very strong. The immunity of a whale. The digestive system. Because the whale doesn't chew the fish. It just swallows it. And now the digestive system crumbles up that food. You and I will eat lunch, inshallah. Allah will provide for us. When we eat, what we eat goes through the esophagus and then goes into the stomach. But now the digestive system of insan, Allah has placed it in the khidmat of this human being. How is it that the food is being crumbled and then it's made into particles and sent to the different limbs of the body to benefit the body? How is this happening? Allah makes it that as He eats, there's something stronger than what we know as hydrochloric acid. It crumbles up the flesh, the meat that He ate. And then it's crumbled and it's sent to the different limbs of the body. The interesting part is, how is it that through the digestive system, and during this process, the meat he ate, the food he ate was crumbled, and sent as a benefit to insan. Why didn't the system crumble and burn up? How, how strong is hydrochloric acid? If it's poured on the hand, it will penetrate, it will go through. A clogged drain is opened through this acid. How is it that it doesn't burn the flesh inside the belly, and it burns and crumbles the meat that we ate for lunch or supper. How is this happening? How did this system process inside the stomach differentiate? This is the mercy of Allah. That's why when we eat, the beneficial part of the food benefits the body. Then we go relieve ourselves. What comes out from there was harmful. Allah made it easy for us as insan, the harmful part comes out of the body. When we come out of relieving ourselves, what do we recite? What, do we, what, what, what dua we make? Amongst the du'as, Ghufranak. Oh my Allah. What does it mean? Oh my Allah, forgive me. Ghufranak. Oh my Allah, forgive me. Why are we asking Allah's forgiveness when coming out of the restroom? One reason is that this ni'mat of being able to pass urine and stool, what is harmful to the body to come out easily, is such a bounty of Allah. That I can't thank Allah enough for. So oh Allah forgive me for my inability to thank you. That's one reason of istighfar. Ghufranak. Oh Allah forgive me. Maghfirat. Ghufranak. The other meaning. Ghufranak. Is. Oh Allah. I being your banda. Should be in your dhikr all the time. 24-7. But whilst I was in such a place of impurity. It was unethical of me to take your name. Forgive me for that time that passed where I couldn't take your name. Your name. Forgive me for that. That's the second reason why we say Ghufranak. But if we can't take Allah's name in the restroom, in the toilet, what do we do there? One muraqaba we should do. Whilst we're relieving ourselves, 
We should actually remind ourselves of what is our reality. Anything you put into some machine and the produce that comes out from there, a chocolate machine, it makes chocolate, chocolate machine, popsicle machine, sausage machine, whatever, whatever ingredients is put in that machine and what comes out is known as a machine of that. Insan, everything we put inside comes out the same way. What machines are we? So whilst we are relieving ourselves, we should actually realize and remind ourselves that what right do I have to have pride? When this is what I am. This is the stench that emanates from me. This is my reality. That this is what is coming out of me. Ghufranak, another meaning. It means concealment. Ghufranak, from the word mirfar, to cover, to conceal. What it means then is as a person comes out from relieving himself, he says, Ya Allah, you have allowed me to find a place in privacy to relieve myself. Like you have allowed me to be concealed, always conceal my faults from humanity. Because if humanity knows my reality, no one will want to come near me, leave alone even talking to me or befriending me. Ya Allah, you conceal me. Allah loves concealing his banda. Even when we do wrong, Allah Ta'ala doesn't want, want us to tell people and complain to them of our wrongs. Allah wants us to cry to Him. Yes, asking advice is a good thing. But Allah Ta'ala wants to conceal us. Even on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will conceal His bandha. 